Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Transylvanian Bite Off, where this week, <laughs> this week, Evan, we messed up, man. I'm pretty sure we watched a Frankenstein movie because there's about <laughs> 17 movies that came together to make this movie. My name's Daniel Conkle. I'm Evan Morkal. You're absolutely right, Daniel. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Th- this movie, I, I really think there is no better way to intro this movie than the conversation we just had, yep. which is that this movie was made in 2006. Yes. Except it was made in 2013, and that is wrong. This they movie got it wrong. is not even 10 years old, and it feels so dated and so specifically made in an era of horrible direct-to-DVD or direct-to-TV yes. fantasy movies. Yes. You you put it best, I think. This is every late-night sci-fi channel movie. Exactly. Every single one is this. And it's right at the cusp of that time. Remember when green screens were really exciting? Yeah. And then green screens got cheap. Yes. And suddenly green screen was like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> That's what this movie is. Yeah. I'd say 85% of this movie is shot in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. And it shows in On every in single Romania, moment. Surprisingly. <laughs> According to like, Wikipedia, shot in Romania. It's could have the, fooled me 100%. It's like literally the third sentence. And yet uh, you could have told me that this is entirely done in a studio on, you know, in just Santa a Monica small. Yeah, exactly. Like, some small lot in Santa Monica some B-movie studio with a green screen. And Sony, who is one of the distributors of this, just put in enough money that they could, you know, have a visual effects artist. One. Yeah, one. One One guy did all this. I I am like Googling like a maniac trying to find a budget for this movie. I wonder. Uh, Under 100 million. Easy, yeah. Under a hundred million, I oh oh oh. Most of it went to John Voight. <laughs> uh, estimated, oh, no. This is only okay. Estimated domestic DVD sales, one point eight, almost one point nine million. Okay, that seems about right. That seems just, exactly what I would expect for this. But that's just that doesn't tell me anything about how much it cost. No. It's definitely under a hundred million, though. The budget is not that small either. Tell me what the budget is. <laughs> Yeah, this Some random review site is like the budget's not that low. OK, well, what is it? Tell me what it is. Where to cite your source, man? Come on. And it's it does talk. It does. The Wikipedia does mention that this was shot in Romania. And what? Maybe like five minutes of the movie could possibly be shot in Romania. The yeah. little bit that they spend in a forest, perhaps, yes. could have been. And even that part doesn't like who cares? It's a, yeah, it's a forest like. And I'm going to say there's nothing. There was no. There's a location scout on just about every movie, right? Mm-hmm. There's the people who to, who look ahead. They they plan out where these shots are going to take place. What modern spaces can we use to actually, you know, convincingly tell this story? Yeah. There was not one for this movie because I guarantee you the director walked into the woods and was like, "There, put it there. Put down the camera there. We're gonna we're gonna film us a picture over here." And <laughs> the director's Singaporean. I don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> That's my director voice. All right. Every from director now on, talks like that. Every director says, "Put put the camera down there. We're gonna shoot picture," um, because this is just trees and brush and yeah. leaves. 
Yeah. There is nothing distinctively Romanian about this whatsoever. Did they just shoot it there just so they could say they did? Yes. It, like, oh, it's a Romanian story. Did they shoot story. it in a yeah. studio in Romania? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be and way, you know way what? dumber. All that to say, I kind of dug it. it it's, <laughs> I kind of worked for me. <laughs> like, this movie is... I And I don't say this often. I would watch this movie again. If yes. I saw this movie on late at night and I had nothing else to watch... I'd put it on and make fun of it for an hour and a half. Yep. It's a it's a hundred minutes. It's an hour forty. It's one of the few movies I think we've ever watched that I'd say moves faster than that. You could have told me this was an 80-minute movie. I think it moves at a good pace. I think its weaknesses are largely in the writing and uh I was going to say just the writing and the budget, but actually direction. So that's like all the parts of the movie, which <laughs> is not what I'm meaning to say. The weaknesses are like not in the ways that other movies that we've seen have been poorly made. Yeah. Where it's like, like this, I, I, I genuinely think someone cared about this. I, I totally agree. This has all of the components that go into actually making a movie. No step was yeah. skipped, I don't no. think. It's just that most of it was done at a B level. Yes. With the exception of the talent, I'd say, I'd say the actors are B plus actors. I'd say the, the actors are B plus actors, except for the our hero, quote unquote, of this movie, our male hero. Mm -hmm. I and I, but but even then, I think it's direction for yeah. him because I've seen that actor in other things, and he's good. There, there is there's a d degree to this where, um, are you talking about Dracula or the other guy? I'm talking about uh, Ben Robinson. Ben Robinson. Yes, yes. Yes. He ben was Robinson, in uh, he was in Vikings for a while and yeah. um he wasn't in Black Flag. Somebody somebody else in this cast was in Black Sails. He was he Ben Robinson plays Lucian, who is sort of our uh robber hero for this. He's a maniac. Movie. Yeah, right? It, he's batshit. He's an absolute maniac. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I said earlier, I was like, he, he kind of reminds me of he falls falls into the Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. problem, wherein RDJ plays that part and does it that way. And suddenly every movie that's an action movie has to have kind of the wisecracking funny guy who thinks he's better than everyone. Yes. This is where that trope really runs into problematic territory. Yeah. Because he is, I mean... <laughs> Tony, Star Tony Stark's a horrible person. Yeah, he, <laughs> like he yeah. becomes a good guy, but but they they a lot of movies after Iron Man one specifically were like, oh, we can just have characters be jerks, and you'll roll with us because you'll assume yeah. we'll give them a redemptive arc. And it's like even in the first Iron Man, he hadn't made up for everything he'd done. No, and. And you can at least actually watch that movie and track the performance and be like, he's still a dick, but he's doing it for the right reasons now. Yes. This guy is doesn't this guy's get a that. Maniac. He <laughs> is a thief. What what frustrates so the, the the core concept of this movie, if you've seen Bram Stoker's Dracula, the, the Gary Oldman movie, you have seen this movie. We have the same basic premise here of a Dracula who had a wife he loved. He left her to go fight the Huns, just like in history, mm -hmm. kind of. 
left her to go fight the Huns. He was betrayed by his advisors who mm-hmm. killed his wife. He comes back. He renounces God. And let me tell you what. I'm on his side. Yeah. Because yeah. he, go, he goes and he fights this whole war. And the whole time he's like, I'm doing this for God. It's all for God. And then he comes back and he's like, God, you let my wife die. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And it's specifically he, members of the clergy that murder his yes. wife and betray him. So, like, it all adds up. I totally see where he was he going was like, with dude, it. I went to war. I killed for you. I, I People died because of me, because of you. And you you do me dirty like this? And I was completely on his side. He is looking for something called the Lightbringer. Mm-hmm. It is a weapon. It is the only weapon that can kill him. Should we do the story or the lore first? Because there is so much lore. There is a lot of lore. I think we should set up a basic premise of the lore. Okay. Because that's how it it then hooks into the plot. Okay. Dracula is a descendant of Cain, of, you know, the Bible, Cain and Abel. (laughs) And the Lightbringer is the stick that Cain used to kill Abel. Yep. But it's also a dope-ass, like, Bionicles uh, scythe spear. It, it looks like a Bionicles it, weapon. It is one of the strangest weapons we have seen yet. It's atrocious. It's quite bad. The I don't like it. The effect is bad. I don't like it. I liked the idea of when they found it of it just like, it's a stick. And they're like, yes, what's up with that? And they're like, and because then, of course, we get into, like, then that's a classic setup for oh, it's not the stick that was doing it. It was someone having the courage to face Dracula. That was the real weapon. And they just go, no. That is so where I thought this was going. And I was ready for... It's it's like not the stick, it's the person wielding that. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like a movie, movie is written. Yeah. yeah. I was so expecting that. And then he bleeds on the stick a little bit and out pops this outrageously oh bad God. looking sort of mechanical knife scythe thing. It's like a praying mantis almost. Yeah. It's like it can kind of twitch at you. I thought it could I thought it could spin at first. But it doesn't always spin. Yes. It just kind of like flaps. Confusing. I, it's odd. And you don't understand the mechanics. It's never explained how it gets back into the stick or where it comes from. Yeah. Anyway, and I don't know why it's called the Lightbringer either. Because Lucifer. Good point. Unclear. Unclear <laughs> why. Um, Unclear why. So, yeah. yeah so in, in, the, in the hands of an, a descendant of Cain, it's a... Dope ass scythe in the hands of a descendant of Abel, though, it can like nobody dies. It can just make sure people don't die, which is like, okay, who made this? Did God make this? If so, why? Why is this here? No explanation. No explanation. So Dracula wants it. I'm down with Dracula's motivation in this movie. I don't think he's a bad guy in this movie. He's kind of an okay guy. Dracula lives in a castle which is his own secret hidden world. Yes, he turns people into vampires, but he doesn't just like let them go pick off the world. He keeps them in his castle, which happens to be a dope fucking vampire resort. It's Hotel Transylvania. Also, yeah, kidnapping him is bad, but they're really poor peasants and they had a horrible life. And he's like, do you want just like... There's just a ton of people hanging yes. around who will have sex with you. Here's all this food and wine. Some food? We got Here's you. protection. Like, yeah. I I don't think it's that like okay. Judging it by modern standards, I don't I don't care about. That's not important right now. Like by the standards of the time and by the rules of the movie. Yes. That's the most important thing. By the rules of the movie, 
Yes. He's not a bad guy. Because the worst thing we see him do in this movie is kidnap the ward of Van Helsing. Yes. And it's like, listen, that's a bad thing, except Lucian kidnapped her first. Yes, exactly. And she falls in love with him, so why is it a bad thing if she falls in love with Dracula, who he also kidnapped her? Like, and that's it's not made, fair, movie. It's made clear, too, that they're coming at it from... Dracula's coming at it from a productive but sort of, you know, controversial take, which is, I'm going to prevent the death of loved ones. I'm going to take away God's ability to take things from us. And everyone else is coming at it from the perspective of, we're going to kill all the vampires. Dude, that's not what what God wants. And from what I can tell, the vampires aren't out here like raiding villages or anything. I don't think they are. No. Because nobody I, knows where they nobody knows where they nobody come knows from where they come or from where they are like. and they're not just out and about monsters are this is a monster universe there are lots yeah. of monsters there are lots of monster monster hunters but very it's, unclear what kind of monsters uh, very unclear the only mo- the only bad guys we see outside of the castle are people and yes. Lucian it's Lucian exactly. he's it's the Lucian. bad guy we see he's Our literally hero. leads a merry band of thieves that like kidnap people and rob them of their belongings rob them and like sell them for ransom yes slash maybe slavery yeah uh, i think it's entirely implied that slavery is his goal there um yikes so so that's van the helsing, lore yes yeah, so <laughs> that's the, of the that's, world that's most of the lore um yeah. van helsing leonardo van helsing useless name change serves no purpose he is coming to Romania with Alina and Esme, who are just like mm-hmm. some girls who he knew their dad. Yeah. They're looking for the light bringer. They steal it. Lucian then kidnaps them. Them. And then we meet the dopest character we've ever seen in any of these movies. His name is Wrath, and he's incredible. <laughs> Every Dracula needs a Wrath now. I agree, though I also thought you were going to go with Andros, and I thought it was going to be those two, because they're by far my favorite characters in Who this the movie. the fuck is Andros? He's the guy with the axe. Oh, Andrew. Yeah. I yeah like he's Andrew the other too. monster hunter. Yeah. He's the character thought- <laughs> you would play in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. You can yeah, be wrath, and I'll be Andrus. It's done. The only reason we like movie characters. So, yeah. like, he wrath is. We find out he is the one knight in Dracula's court who stayed loyal and die and died trying to protect his wife. Yes, Dracula's wife. Um, but he got really beat up. Mm. So mm. Dracula just like brings him back from the dead throughout this whole movie with his blood and gave him a dope ass World of Warcraft uh, elite armor set. Yeah. I mean, it really is one of it's... the most outrageous sets of armor and helmets that we have seen in anything and if it was cgi it wouldn't work but it's practical it's practical and i love that it is practical can we also just acknowledge that his sword is bad though he is a giant yes the sword is bad yeah and they gave him one of the shortest swords they could find in this universe it's quite ugly 
It's ugly. It looks incredibly heavy. It makes no sense for him to have that sword. Just getting it out there. If he had had some badass, true two-handed broadsword that only like a giant human such as him could lift, I would have been so in. It's the it's the concrete sword dilemma that we've discussed so often of if mm-hmm. Dracula has super strength and super speed, why is he not just wielding a slab of concrete against <laughs> humans? Like, yes, exactly. There's no excuse for this. Yeah. Um. So Lucian kidnaps them and then Wrath shows up and then Wrath kidnaps Alina and brings her to the castle. The boring part of the movie is Lucian and Esme and Leonardo and Andros, the wolf slayer, who's just a Viking. There. Just a Viking. He was in Vikings. That guy was in Vikings. He was in Vikings. Was he? Who was yes. in Vikings? Richard Ashton. He was Thorvald or something in Vikings. Thorvald. I thought he looked familiar, but I couldn't tell. He just looks like every stereotypical yeah. Viking guy. He's that guy. Um, the boring plot is them. We learned there's a union Kind of like day shift or day shift a little bit. Like there's a union guild of vampire monsters. Cool part of the world that I would have liked to have gotten a better sense of. I on I fuck with this world a lot. I I would be down for another and for mainly because of the last line of this movie, what it sets up, I think is really cool. Yeah. But just throughout it, like I think the Lightbringer stuff is not that interesting, but the idea of Dracula being a presence, but he's not an overwhelming presence. I get the feeling other monsters could show up and challenge him a little bit. I totally agree. I think he is one of – I'm kind of a sucker for for any world where in Transylvania is just a home to monsters. Yeah. This is this is where God, it's gotta suck to be Transylvanian and yeah. like listen to yeah. shows like this and we're like, I love monsters being there, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm sorry. But I love the idea that like there there are monsters everywhere. Transylvania is just sort of like the real concentration and mm-hmm. like there is an entire town in this, whereas like it's a real town. At one point it was a real town. Now it is mostly a hub for monster hunters and their families. And this is where they do their hunting from. They branch out from here to track their next challenge. Yep. That sounded to me what I kind of thought of was um, um, it it reminded me of like taking a lot from video games. That's kind of what I felt like this was um, doing a little bit. This Um, is a video game movie yeah this was this had some elder scroll uh vibes to me in terms of like there's kind of one central hub and everyone kind of goes from there you can travel across the land and find different monsters and oh yeah i i would have been down to explore the world a little more Um, honestly this yeah like i think at some point we should start asking ourselves like does this movie work better as like a tv show or as a movie and this is one where a tv show would work yes because yeah. you can set up this sort of Cain versus Abel pass, uh, mm-hmm. tie in more of these biblical roots. You can un- get a sense of how did Dracula get this fucking awesome castle that disappears entirely yeah. that nobody can find. There's so many little things here that they could have gone Absolutely. With. Absolutely. So that's the boring part of the movie. The more interesting part of the movie, again, because of the ethics of the movie, Dracula sees Alina and is like, it's my wife. It's the same actress who plays her in the in like flashbacks and in, in 
mm-hmm. present day. Um, and so we get the, we get the usual like it's my wife reincarnated, but she doesn't remember me. I got to remind her. Yeah. A- and again, like Dracula's just trying to make her remember, and she does remember. Yes, this movie. And these plot lines often verge into a point of troublesome territory when you get to the the sex side of things. Sure. Um, and I'd say this movie almost gets there. So close, man. It really walks the line of like, ooh, that's, that's rapey. Um, but she has enough memory of it. And she is embracing the memories again. It's not just like, oh, I have the faintest memory of, of being with you. It's more yep. like... Oh, I understand you. I do remember you. I remember loving you. And then it turns into something more. Um, but they barely snuck that in there. They, it's, it is so easy to close, man. It is yeah. so on the edge. And yeah. I think I think it walks the line really well. I agree. I agree. I think it... You because know, again, least... like she remembers these... She has these memories. Yes. So... It is his wife reincarnated. Yes. They make that clear. And she ultimately gets to make the choice of do I embrace a further life with him or am I stuck? Because you very much get the sense that he would turn her free before. He he says, she's like, can I leave? And he's like, just not yet. Like, just give me more time. Yeah. Like he, and that's not he's cool, but yeah. Oh, I mean, but he's proven right. He's yeah. he is validated in yeah. that decision by he the does by still, the movie. He still kidnaps her. It's just that he also sort of like again, it toes the line. I think I think they do it well enough that we don't have to sit here and be like, don't watch this movie. It's going to teach you bad things. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and again, and again, by the movie's own rules, she thinks about Lucian as a love interest, a man who literally all their interaction in this movie before he rescues her at the end is he kidnaps her. They have a little bit of witty banter, quote unquote, and then she gets kidnapped again. Like th- yeah. that is the interaction she has. He does him. kiss her and it's weird. He does. Yeah. He just grabs her and kisses her way too long this is the longest most uncomfortable movie because i've ever seen in my i agree actually probably my least favorite part of the movie oh man yeah that was pretty bad um they break into the castle they fight all the vampires leonardo Mm -hmm. gets bitten he gets captured and then he gets bitten um wrath gets killed in the coolest way possible yeah try and try and get all these details right here andros the viking ties a line of of rope around his axe he gives the rope to esme and alina if it sounds like we haven't been talking about esme enough it's because she doesn't do anything in this movie she's not important no andros throws the axe it digs into wrath's chest and he pushes at the same time he's doing this he pushes alina and esme out of the window holding on to this rope he grabs the rope and jumps off their weight pulls wrath into the window and like anchors them so they can slide down the rope and escape and then it like burns wrath in the sun and he dies yes of the it, sunlight it pulls him into the sun fantastic you get that shot of them all at the bottom and then the axe comes lands right yep. down I, I loved that i thought that was a good little cheesy move uh amazing uh and absolutely uh, amazing yeah 
Dracula does bring Wrath back to life, though, like twice in this movie. A couple of times. He's got some skills that we'll get to. The yeah. Our heroes retreat back to the town um, where they they get attacked again, don't they? They grab the they grab all the other hunters. Yes, they grab all the other hunters and then they're like, now we're going to be on the attack. And they go, He lead, they lead them to the castle, which they can only find because the Lightbringer, maybe that's why it's called the Lightbringer. The Lightbringer can reflect sunlight back at the castle in a way that lets you see it. Um, and they break into Dracula's castle and start attacking. Dracula has a really great point where he gets really pissed off and he's like, you guys break into my house. And now you're killing my people? Well, what the heck? Like, where's he wrong? Where's he wrong, movie? Wrong. Show me the evidence of where he is wrong. He is not doing anything incorrect here. Dracula did only one thing wrong in this movie, which is a lot of things to do wrong compared to our heroes. Yeah, I agree. So it starts a fight. Dracula's really trying not to fight. Um yeah. And so is Dracula Alina. Alina. Alina's like, guys, don't stop, stop, stop it. It must be said, Dracula is just kind of killing everyone who comes his way, though. Um, there's Would you lots, not? Would you yeah. not? <laughs> there's a lot of messy combat here. And then oh, man, Dracula <laughs> gets betrayed in the ultimate Jesus dude, you should have seen that one coming moment. Renfield, who we have yet to mention, Renfield not important. is not not really important until the very end. He is he is an interesting. It's interesting to include Renfield though um, as a name, given that he shows up again in the future. I don't know. Oh, it's like the book, yeah, yeah. Uh, which we're gonna <laughs> when we get into book bonus, we're gonna have to have an interesting discussion. Oh my lord, um, yeah, I don't. Oof. Renfield reveals that he in fact has betrayed Dracula once before. Uh, ba ba um, and <laughs> takes the Lightbringer away from Lucian and just stabs Dracula in the back. Which which begs the quest because Renfield is Dracula's closest advisor the yeah. whole movie whole movie and specifically in the pre in the little like previously on Dracula thing they're like all of Dracula's closest advisors turned against him they keep mentioning these four knights who Dracula left to protect him and they really yes. set them up as a deus ex machina not important to the story I at think all. no I, I think some of it was supposed to be sequel setup. Yeah, I think we we're supposed to get the idea that the knights who were left behind to protect his wife, Renfield betrayed them too. Sure, is kind yeah. of the vibe I thought we were supposed to he get. He did kill them. Because he, yeah. he killed them and then killed her. Um, so we could do Frankenstein's Monster, Invisible Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Wolfman. Wolfman. Wow. Clean sweep. That'd be pretty cool if he had four monster knights. Monster <laughs> um, knights. But this begs the question of specifically in that flashback they're like dracula's closest advisors how did he hire like how, yeah did renfield just was renfield just like that what they dude that wasn't me got it yeah which is but that doesn't work because wrath is one of the was yes. there yes here's the here's the i i totally agree here's the I, other I, thing <laughs> he renfield constantly mentions the elders and yes. the old ways. Mm. Who, who are these elders? Because I was led to believe that Dracula was the first. 
in I thought, this. Yeah, I thought he was the elder. So should are those the other priests? Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe so. Like, shouldn't his word be kind of final? I, I don't understand. I don't know whose old ways he could betray and leave behind. Cthulhu. <laughs> right. My bad. <laughs> I forgot he was in this. Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, Dracula gets stabbed Alina brings him to his Literally they steal the ending of Bram Stoker's Dracula Where Dracula's like To my coffin I have to actually be chill with God again And like Alina takes him to the coffin Dracula's uh, coffin room It must be said Is the dopest set ever Yeah Crosses everywhere Like pointed at the coffin Yeah as just like a, it, it'd be like me having a bunch of like guns and throwing knives aimed at my bed because it's just like you do, don't you? I I, I think I, that's you I, know me. I've seen Classic. your bedroom. I know exactly what it's like. And so it's Alina goes there, and then because Alina leaves earlier of her own free will with Lucy, and she's like, "Oh, I love Lucy," and actually, and then just in the middle of the last fight, is like, mm, "Maybe Dracula, though." It's actually kind of hilarious how lucian thinks he's like the guy and then literally ends up like alone walking through the woods like a fucking loser yeah he just leaves everyone else it's kind of his choice but clearly he's we're supposed to think that he's like he's he's has like a broken heart or something because she chooses dracula instead of him but like i don't i would have i yeah i don't blame you all you said 25 words to each other like she also her voiceover ends the movie with a little bit of a like explaining like okay i'm gonna um she spends what time she has left with dracula dracula goes into the coffin then she explains that you know lucin goes off by himself leonardo's descendants continue to hunt vampires and leonardo's got kids apparently yep and then you get the outline of what I assume was supposed to be Abraham Van Helsing discovering Dracula's uh, tomb. Dude, my favorite part of the movie is her giving this talking thing of like, Lucian, Lucian disappeared. We don't know. We don't know where he went. Leonardo's descendants hunt vampires. They, they show you videos of all this happening. And then they show a clip of Alina and Andros walking away, her sister. And she doesn't say a goddamn word. Does not mention. Nope. It just shows them walking away, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they do some stuff." And then they and go then away. I'm and then I'm waiting for Dracula to come yeah. back. And <laughs> she's waiting. Oh, I miss him so much. I'm gonna she's die. She's also like Dracula. I know you can heal yourself. We never see him heal himself. He heals other people with his blood. It's like he, the blood's already in him, Alina. <laughs> he can't drink his own blood. It's not how that works, Alina. <laughs> Idiot. Fucking Alina. That's the. And sorry, and Alina does end it with maybe the hardest line we've heard at this whole project. She's like, da, 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 they do this. I'm waiting for Dracula to come back. And that's the end of the first Dracula crusade. Yes. <laughs> if Dracula. I had been holding a glass of wine, it would have shattered on the floor at that <laughs> sentence. What? There. This is like. There have been no movies that were supposed to get a sequel as much as this one was no that we've watched. Worked so hard to be like, do you? There's the Four Knights. Do you like the what? Cain and Abel. Do you like? The, do you like this? What about this? <laughs> and then none of it worked. Absolutely none of it worked. 
I would watch a sequel to it. Yeah. I don't know what to sell. I don't know what to tell you, man. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um, though I still I still stand by that this is really just a Hotel Transylvania prequel, and this is how Dracula got the idea because he's basically running a vampire hotel already. So is so so at some point he gets with Alina. He gets he gets resurrected again in however many years he gets with Alina. Alina dies of old age because clearly it takes him a while. Dracula takes it really personally. He starts Hotel Transylvania. Bam. That does contradict the four movies of lore we've had for Hotel Transylvania, but I'll take it. I, I'm sticking with it. All right. You want to uh, you want to score this guy? That's all I want to do in the world. He's going to have an interesting mixed bag, I think. The this is going to be the most interesting score I think we're going to see. Yeah. I'm going to call it now. This is the most varied and oddly strength, yet oddly weak Dracula. I I have a really hard time actually predicting where we're going to land. I could not tell you a number. If you told me 25, I'd believe you. If you told me 50, I'd believe you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Charisma. Hey, man, I think he's pretty smooth. I agree. I think he's pretty charming. I think he's in the high sixes, maybe a seven. I think you could push for a seven because I think, unlike a lot of Draculas, you got to give this man credit for just telling the truth. He's on. That's what I like. Thank you for putting that into such clear words. He's very straightforward. He's just straightforward. It's Never like, lies in this movie. No. Nah, it's like, I'm going to keep you prisoner. Just going to let you think on that for a little while. Um, enjoy your time. Pretty um, sure you're my resurrected wife. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to fuck around too much. You do you. Just think about it. Cool? Cool. You guys, uh, think, you're killing my people. You're in my castle. I kind of want to fight now. Okay? I think he's an eight. An eight? Wow. I think he's good, man. I I can he's see He's got it. the moves. <laughs> he, does, he does have the moves. I mean, he does get her pretty quickly, too. I'm under the you impression get, that he, like, kind of charms her in, like, two days. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a fast affair. Yeah. But he's not, I don't think he's. But he doesn't do it creepily. That's what's kind of impressive. No. Compare, I mean, compare it. This is all comparatively. Just put comparatively after everything we say here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm cool with an eight. Let's do it. Let's go with an eight. I think it's good, man. He's pretty charming. Fashion sense. All right, listen. He's got a little bit of some Witcher hair going on, which is another video game that I'm pretty sure they. Walk, they played before uh, making this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do want to make fun of it because it's kind of absurd it's like his no none of him aged except his hair which turned white sure but it grows on me <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> i don't have a problem with it i think he's kind of cool looking at the end when he's in a suit of armor also i think all of his outfits are actually really cool <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he i he, don't think he breaks a nine he doesn't have an iconic look. There is, yes. All of the looks are very generic, made for TV fantasy. Yes, exactly. Uh, and he does wear a lot of like padded leather and yep. buttons and dark things that you can't really tell what they are. Dude, he, they boiled so much leather for it's this. It's so movie. much. And you know, one of my favorite things about Dracula is usually at some point he has a very simple, like clean cut easy vampire look and our guy doesn't get that in this so i agree i don't think he can to me he's somewhere in the sevens oh Mm. who 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 are you comparing him to in your head well see this is what's so hard is i can't compare him to any of our big heavy hitters right Mm, he doesn't have a like clean go-to 
look. Sure. That that really it's, stands out. It's hard, right? Because I actually think the diversity is a strength. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen other Draculas commit to the one look. Yeah, that's and fair. If that one look doesn't work, you're out. That's true. And you he does know? have a separate suit of armor, which I like. What are you thinking? What how do you feel? You like it. I like it a lot. I, I will I will meet you though in the sevens. Seven point seven? Seven point eight? Yeah, I can go for a seven point seven. Seven? All right. Because what I really think of is I'm thinking a little bit. Of like, he kind of reminds me of, um, oh, which one was it? Our guy with Rutger Hauer, our Rutger Hauer Dracula. Um, Dracula 3D? Three three, oh, Legacy, yes. Yes, yes. is Dracula Le- uh, Legacy. Um, when he's like, like, if he had kind of gone a little bit more batshit, he could have ended up like Rutger Hauer looking like that. Um, sure. That's what I think of. I'm, I'm he here is, for a 7.7. Yeah, his look is very, it's very Castlevania. Yes. Very the games, the games. Yes. The games. I dude, I I really uh I really dig it. I the hair grows on you. You get used to the hair really quickly actually. The first time you see him you're yeah. like, "Whoa, this this guy's Yeah. He's like spend some time in front of the mirror." But then as it goes on you're like, "Oh, no, he's just kind of like No, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm down he's with low it. Low key. He's cool." I dig it. Uh, intelligence. Not that high. Not his strong yeah, suit. Not his strong uh, suit. Look, I think this guy is just kind of blessed by being kind of like charismatic and good looking and yeah. having like a hidden castle. Yeah. I love the emotional intelligence to be like, look, I can't force anything. If it's going to happen, it's hmm. going to happen. So we're going to take some time. But he's got no plans. No. His plan for the light, getting the light His breaker. plan is to fight God. Yeah. <laughs> this is bold. Uh, and yet he's also supposedly denying God's existence, which is a part that confused me. When he has that whole conversation with Van Helsing and Van Helsing's like, have you considered that perhaps the God you betray is real? And he's like, what? <laughs> like <laughs> the, uh, That was the weird moment because Van Helsing, this whole movie is like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then at the end, it's just like. God is real because I believe. Yeah. And it's like, you, what, this is not the, the moral high ground you have taken the whole rest of this movie, my man. I also can't believe how little we mentioned the fact that John Voight plays Leonardo Van he's Helsing. Dude, he's absolutely terrible. The worst accent I've heard in a movie yet, like one of these movies yet, and also perhaps the world's worst mustache. Yeah. That's absolutely. That's clearly just a fake dead rat that they put on above his mm-hmm. lip that's yep. what's going on i think anyway. there's two because it go down it goes down yeah, the sides it does it goes down the sides the two tails on the mustache <laughs> and then they go up to the sideburns and the jowl sort of there his go-to weapon is a crossbow which makes no sense it just has an <sighs> infinite amount of shots and they don't explain that yeah he has that hallway fight where he literally just like where, he's like where, john wicking it he's literally just like bam 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 doesn't reload where, once where his stunt double is yeah. doing cool things. <laughs> That's true. Let's be very clear. It's John very clearly Boyd in shadow. Can't do anything. Uh, I think intelligence. I think this guy's at like a three. Yeah, I think it's a three. I, I think don't, that's exactly uh, right. The emotional intelligence is good. There's no plan here, There's, man. He does not adapt well to mm-hmm. any surprises. No. Combat score. It's got to be decent because we see him kick ass of pretty much anybody who gets in his way. I but think it's I think it's in the sevens. Potentially. I agree. I think my biggest thing is that he's a lover, not a fighter. 
he is a lover, not a fighter, and I love that. And I really respect that, but I have to take down the combat score because I would have liked to see him just rip somebody's head off. Just a straight um, up seven, then? I think it's a straight up seven. Maybe? He's got okay. some skills, but I don't see anything that's like, oh, hell yeah, that's a great move right there. There's Yeah, there's nothing... That's that, and you've said it like three times now, and I think that's because it is the most defining trait of this Dracula. Besides the hair, there's nothing iconic <laughs> yeah, about this guy. It, exactly. This is just the most. And apparently, there are several crusades yeah, yeah. against or by him. I know. I'm really. I was really curious about that part. Unclear. Uh, shape shifting. Zero. I think it's a zero. I don't remember anything. There's a couple of hints, but uh, I think it's, it's all in Mina's or um, whatever, her, Alina's heads. It's head. talked about, but it's not shown on screen. So I think it has yeah. to be a zero. No. Miscellaneous. I think we have some really good options here. Several. I think we have to talk about this castle, which happens to just be a haven for vampires and those like him. Yeah. Um. It also is invisible, which is cool. Yeah, uh, no, it's imp literally impossible for them to find this thing until they have the Lightbringer. And yeah. until a descendant of Cain holds, holds the Lightbringer. The Lightbringer. <laughs> it's a lot that has to go right, and I really like that. Yeah. He also doesn't die. No. Um, he he just has to take a long nap, uh, which is- So do I. I yeah, get it. Same. Then I'd also like to throw out that he can just- bring things back to life yeah if he gets the light bringer he will bring things back from the dead yeah and he's already resurrected his friend wrath like three times in this movie i want to go with that i think because we've we've got cool castles yeah right and honestly like if you gave me if you gave me this versus the castlevania castle i'd pick the castlevania castle absolutely absolutely it's a it, cool thing but mm, it must be sad castles it's also a very shitty looking green screen castle. Oh, man. It's Somebody went into Unity or Blender and just grabbed like evilcastle.png and yeah. just slapped <laughs> this thing in the camera. It's, it looks bad. It looks really bad. Um, yeah, I can't reward it. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. I think it has to be this ability to just like bring people back to life. Like, oh, Wrath, look, you died. Fuck. Okay, have come some, back. Have, have some strawberry jam. Here you go. It, and little, just give him a little, little bit of that. A little sip for you. Um, and yeah, I love the idea that if he gets the light breaker for some reason, that amplifies his power. And he's like, you're alive. You're Fantastic. alive. You're alive. I was just thinking about the strawberry jam thing. Did you see the Girl Scout Girls new cookies? No, what is it? They rolled this out end of August. It is called Ra wait, Raspberry Rally. It's literally the recipe for Thin Mints, but instead of mint, it's raspberry. raspberry? Same mm. chocolate coating and everything. I mean, I'd eat that. I'd eat that in a heartbeat. I think yeah, that's a great that idea. Great. Yeah. I mean, is it kind of This week's to episode like... of Great Transylvanian Bite Off, sponsored by the Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> Sponsor the pod. Friends of the Friends pod. Of Girl the Scouts pod. <laughs> Friends of the If there ever was a friend of the pod. <laughs> How many points does resurrection get you? I think it's pretty unique. I uh, very yeah. Nobody we've never seen another. We haven't seen another one do it. And it's really effective. Again, yeah. he brings back multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. Is it much to say it's a 10? I I don't think so. I think it's a 10. I think it's a very you cuz I mean if we're thinking about the battle royale. Yeah. The Fortnite that we will have at the end of this. 
having this guy on your team able to just bring other Draculas back from the dead. That's pretty, that's pretty ridiculous. Being immortal. Like, cause then, because then any, anybody else's immortality doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you keep this guy alive, the advantage you get from immortality is no longer actually an advantage yes exactly they've got to put this guy in a vault and they bring their dead down to him and it's there you go back on the battlefield right get out there because wrath literally and there's not even like a he must rest in the coffin for 48 hours after drinking the blood like it's just he drinks the blood and he's like let's go all right (laughs) yeah and he does that whole thing they put this guy they put wrath in his whole practical armor on a horse (laughs) yeah that poor (laughs) horse man yeah it's kind of that 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 horse worked hard, and yeah. that helmet that helmet adds I like at it. least like I four inches it. of height to that guy. <laughs> the it's absurd. That's I think it's a so ten. Much. I I think you're right. I think it's a ten. He just he can bring him back. It's cool. It's awesome. Grand entrance and or exit. Can I tell you something pretty damning? Please. I don't remember his entrance. I don't remember it either. I was going to say, I, I liked the first sort of appearance of him in the throne room, but that's definitely not It's not the, the first entrance. Time. No. Um, let's go with the exit. I kind of like the image of him being sealed in the coffin, and then at some point he gets out. I think yeah. that's pretty cool. I agree. I'm I don't think it's that. cooler than like a one and a half. Maybe. I agree. I agree. I think let's go for a 1.6. All right. Yeah. Because it's got something cool that he'll, he continues on the story. And I like that yes. part of it. Yeah. I like that there, I like the, the, this ended the first crusade of Dracula. That's so hardcore. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I want that embossed on a pillow. I love that quote. <laughs> All Unreal. right. Now, I love the idea of you having that on a pillow and somebody coming over and being like, <laughs> what? It's like lovely crochet. Yeah. Like there's maybe a little flower underneath yeah. it. It's like. What does that mean? Someone hasn't watched Dark Dracula, the Dark Prince. <laughs> yeah, that 2013 mm-hmm, classic. Clearly. Okay. We're at book bonus. Oh my God, man. This uh, one's hard to figure out because I believe it's implied that the events of the book take place after this. I'll, ag- I'll agree with you. I'm trying to remember if they give us a date. They don't. Yeah, man. I mean, this could very easily be... Because it doesn't need to be uh, many years no. before the book, right? Even just saying, like, he had to sleep for, he rested for 10 years. That's not, that's not ridiculous. I mean, I personally felt that, like, this was maybe closer to 100 years. But, like. That would explain why Van Helsing wears a tri-corner hat. Yep, yep. And the, the generational aspect that's implied with Van Helsing. But it's it's not clear. But again, I think in theory, we have to say that the second crusade of Dracula is what happens once he wakes up. And it is those events as he tries to track down Alina, who has probably changed her name to Mina at this point. Mina. I think that's. That's what we're supposed to think, at least. Or she, or she's just resurrected in some. I, yeah. I, I did not get the sense that like she's immortal now. I got no. the sense that her her spirit, so, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I, I sort of felt like that. That was the thing. It was sort of, you know that um, you know how when the last Halloween movie came out 
and we got to see that great which, cut up of one uh halloween, halloween ends. ends yes and we got to see that great cut up of jamie lee curtis saying generational trauma <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it had me that's kind of what i was thinking when it came to the van helsings <laughs> was just each van helsing looks at their their son or daughter and just goes generational trauma and passes along this story <laughs> I got bad news. For you. Uh, <laughs> um, and that's how they ended up with that. Uh, maybe nice. that's the case with Mina. Are Every we calling time... it a five then? I, I don't think it's a five. I don't think we can go that far. But a three? four? Oh. Uh, let's go three and a half. Let's go three and a half. Meet in the middle. I love We're going to say that the events will happen, but they're not going to be totally the same as in the book. No, they would be different if they did a version of this. Especially yeah. since there's no way Renfield is an internal player in this Dracula game, as such would be implied by him being I kind of like the idea of it's like he seeks out a Renfield, though, just yeah. to punish him. I agree. I kind of think that's a oh, cool, that's cool. That's bit cool. of extra lore they could do there. Yeah. Humor. We don't get to see him be particularly funny. This guy's not funny. This guy's got not a funny bone in his body. I think he's rather dramatic, in fact. He's a little over the top at times. Because if I was Dracula and Renfield stabbed me in the back, that is objectively funny. Funny. I agree. Just to be like, oh my My god, God. I cannot believe I fell for this. You, dude, you got me... A second time. You told me the first time you didn't kill my wife, and then Wrath told me you did kill my wife, but Wrath was like 12 then, so I didn't believe him. And then you stabbed me literally in the back. Ugh. Crazy. That That, guy, Renfield. Zero. 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 Burn him. He's got nothing. Coming in. Ain't too shabby. Mm -mm. 40.8. This somehow feels right. Absolutely. He is right above Monster Squad. Yeah. And he's right below Bella in Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Yeah. That's, this seems right. That's about right, I think. I agree. This is, he's, he's a slightly above average Dracula in many ways. He just doesn't have anything that's really defining and separating him. This is this is the player who you're like, look, can he do a lot? No. Is he fun to be around? No. But he can resurrect teammates <laughs> from the grave. And so yeah. we got to keep him on the team for that. I mean, I cannot yeah. give up a skill set like that. I'm sure he's got some like some like good war stories, but he's that guy who's also like at the moment, the moment you start to connect with him, he's like, my wife. <laughs> yeah, and you're, yeah, you're like, dude, right. what else is going on in your life? And you're like, dude, that was like a few hundred years <sighs> no, ago. Nothing cool. I lost her last reincarnation. Mm. Probably going to lose her next. Probably going to lose the next one. Probably because it's, you know, my fault. It's just because I'm a fucking son of Cain or whatever. Abel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bat him up. Could you take this guy with a baseball bat? Um, listen, he moves really, really quick. Um, he does run fast uh, through the castle. And I get the feeling... <laughs> Wait. No, 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 no. No, I got this guy. I got <laughs> Okay, I got this guy. Because here's the thing. He's going to reincarnate in like 100 years or whatever. Okay? I'm going to walk over and be like, what's up? I'm Renfield. How are you? 
and he's gonna be like, my guy. And then <laughs> my dude. I'm gonna stab him with a bat. Like I'm gonna die. I'm gonna take him down because he's not gonna see it coming. Because I'll just be like, my name's Renfield. And he'll be like, oh my god, I knew a Renfield. Oh, hey, yeah, I loved him. Surely yeah. this can't happen again. Great guy. A third time. <laughs> third, a third time. time. No I way. Mean, come, on. come on. And then when I beat him come up on. with a baseball bat, he's like, bro, I did it again. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's how I'm taking him down. All right. Um, I want to bring back a an old segment, oldie but a goodie. Um, I want us to figure out some Dracula casting ideas. Oh, I'd love to. Let's get some ideas going here. Yeah. Uh, I want you to give me a Dracula. This will be a... Uh, I mean, it's it's all the rage right now. Give me a Dracula who's going to be in the new DC universe led by James Gunn. Oh. I want a okay. James Gunn A Dracula. James Gunn Dracula. Yeah. A James Gunn Dracula. We're just going to make our way through all of the famous directors. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, all right, listen, I'm going to give you something that you weren't expecting. Oh, okay. It's going to sound so weird at first, but stick stick with me. Sure. I'm going with Dev Patel. Did we pick Dev Patel last time? I feel like we picked him last Wait, did time. did we really? <laughs> I, don't, we, I don't remember. Damn it. I'm going to have to think about this again. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I think, I think if we did, it's because he should. Yeah, he would be great. He would be a fantastic Dracula. I'm just thinking of somebody who's proven he can work in a bunch of different styles. Yeah. And I'm also really thinking of his time in the newsroom when he got to be kind of like skittish and weird and a little all over the place. I think that could be really fun. Definitely. Um, Yeah, I just think he'd be great. Um, He should totally be in one of our movies. Uh, hmm. But now I feel like I have to come up with another because we might have used him before. really zero in on the james gunn aspect of this james gunn so he's got to be a little bit of a loser <laughs> yeah yeah exactly gotta be a little bit well, sad he's got to play a little bit of a loser yeah 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 this is this is a difficult one do you got any i i didn't mean it to be this hard i'm trying to think of somebody that i think would do a great job with just sort of the improvisation uh improvised comedy that he does a lot of in his movies i actually was kind of going the opposite way of like throwing in a really serious actor who it's like that really he's gonna be in in a james gunn okay um okay okay actually i know i got it i got it all right all right it's not doable because he's dead Oh, okay. That's Unfortunately. Okay. However, I just want to say Alan Rickman would have been awesome because of what you just said. Yes. Yeah. Alan mm. Rickman in a James Gunn Dracula movie. Totally over the top. <sighs> Couple. Mm, man, this is hard. You stumped yourself. Lars Mikkelsen, I think, could uh-huh. okay. could bring something interesting. He was, um, I- I'm thinking specifically of the House of Cards character he played. I cannot remember that character's name. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but I-, I I really liked him in uh in that. Sure. I I mean just because I th- Joel. I mean Joel Kinnaman. Can I say Joel Kinnaman? Sure. Yeah, you can from, say Joel Kinnaman. From- he was Rick Flag in both of the Suicide Squads. Yeah, I think he's a. I think he's a weird kind of guy. I think he could do it. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that's an excellent choice. All right. Okay. 
done and done. Your offerings for this week. <laughs> uh, what do you want to watch next week? I'm kind of up for anything. This had me pretty like pumped. This is something we needed. We needed something yeah, very was, out there like this. It was nice to get away from our usual fare. Yes, 100%. I'm just going to throw something out there. Please. Now that I see it. Okay. Love at First Bite. 1979 interesting, American interesting. comedy horror film directed by Stan Dracody. Dracody. Let's do it. It seems sort of random. I, it looks terrible. It I'm looks here like for, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm here for an hour and a half long rom-com in New York City about Dracula. Oh my God. The first line of the plot is the infamous vampire Count Dracula is expelled from his castle by the communist government of Romania. I'm oh my God. in. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Boy, boy, howdy. Yeah. Oh, okay. How do you want to leave the show this week? Oh, um... <laughs> I am uh, I'm stabbing Rass in the chest with an axe and then jumping out a window. <laughs> what about you? Um, I am going to walk away while no one narrates what I'm doing. Ah, dope. Do you got just like a stick in your hand while you do it? I'll be quiet. That way you can walk while nobody's doing anything. <laughs> That's how awkward the ending is, man. They're just like, <laughs> one of the dumbest this bits happened, we've and done. And then this happened. So ends the first Dracula Crusade, Crusade. podcast. <laughs> Good night.